Welcome to the Truckers Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy K Fing. We're back, man. Episode 137. Yes, sir. Um, we're recording this on a Thursday because Keith has to leave for New York. Were you leaving Saturday? Uh, Monday. Monday. Oh, you're yeah. leaving Monday. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You just want to knock it out. Oh, you have to. Monday at 3 a.m. Oh, fuck. So we need like an extra one in the can. Yeah. So we can I... do one on Sunday again. Oh, awesome. Wow. Yeah. Oh, so Keith tricked me. You know, he had me I, come here. Well, I didn't know. I didn't. We got the tickets yesterday. <laughs> oh, got you, got you. So got by you. the time like I got the information, um, I was like, "Well, we have to do an extra one anyways." Got so it. I was like, "It doesn't really matter what day." That's so, true. You know yeah. when you're coming back? Oh, on the sixth. Oh, that's why. So you have to yeah. make sure you got enough. So this is what Just we do for the more. people, man. We got to make yeah. sure we have content for the people. Yeah, it's important, dude. You know, I'm I'm not trying to slight any other podcast, but. They have one hiccup, they you know, and they just don't release podcasts on time. They just skip them. But yeah. I think if people somewhat have, I don't say that they rely on it, but they kind of sort of do, especially if they like the content you put out. Yeah. They look forward to um, listening to the shit. So for the past 137 weeks, people have had um, the convenience of hearing us. Yeah. And we take that seriously. So let's get right into the topics. All right. Um, first off, shout out to the L.A. Dodgers, man. It's been a long time coming. They've been mm-hmm. blowing these goddamn World Series for, you know, <laughs> over and over. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's been due to pitching and all kinds of shit. You always be having them hiccups. Man. Oh, man. And it's been really fucked up over the past <laughs> years. Yeah. Um, but we they, were we mm- were um just at the so the the. The Dodgers DJ is DJ Severe, mm-hmm. and we were over there. We were recording some uh, like some footage and stuff for the documentary, um, and he does like a live mix, I think, or he did a live interview with Fox after the game, I believe. And we were over there at their studio, and um, it was funny because like his the, his manager is a Dodger fan. Like right. they got, I could show you a picture afterward, but they have like Dodger bo- bobbleheads and images and stuff. And then I'm a I'm a Giants fan, so you know I'm I'm just like in there chilling. But um, lo and behold, the engineer walks in. He got a San Francisco Giants shirt on <laughs> and like the matching shoes, orange and black shoes. I, yeah. I was just like, oh, it's funny. Like their engineer is like a Dodger, a Giants fan, but yeah. surrounded by a whole bunch of Dodgers merchandise and stuff. I'm just finally glad Kershaw got one because he had a Kershaw was fucking up for a while. Yeah, he had a stigma. Yeah, but, you know, <laughs> can't get it done. Yeah, and the first thing I seen Roberts tell Kershaw, I was like, I'm so happy for you, man. Yeah. Yeah, and that, that was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, the city of Los Angeles needed this bad, and you don't have to lose in Kobe, man. You, you know, you, the Lakers and Dodgers got one yeah. in the same fucking month. Yeah, the same month. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they need to merge those parades, but this COVID shit is fucking it up. Um, mm-hmm. But the city of Los Angeles was was alive, man. People was out in the droves. Did you see like the helicopter footage? Oh, I seen yeah, all of it. That's crazy. Yeah, there was Just a hel- the fireworks everywhere. Fireworks everywhere. Car. I've been sharing it on Instagram. There mm-hmm. was a uh, uh, one dude was like, "Man, look at they out here swinging it. This shit is on fire. Oh my god, what's going on?" And I just think that that that's normal though. I mean, it's unfortunate, but it's normal. It happened when the, when the Lakers won their titles mm-hmm. uh their second title was like in 2001 that they won mm-hmm. and they were they had cop cars flipped upside down on fire god damn yeah Shaq fit the bill and paid for it but mm-hmm. um this is just what people do man mm-hmm. you know and i guess it's a way of people getting it's almost like the purge you know yeah but not to get off topic but 
I seen your post the other day about Arrowhead Water. Oh. And we were at this, we were doing this interview with this guy. He owns a, like a tech company. Yeah. And um, it's like augmented reality stuff. Uh-huh. And every time we go into that office, they have Arrowhead Water. Oh, my and God. And he offers it to us, and I take it just off the strength. Like, yeah. I don't want to be rude. But every yeah. time, I'm just like, psh. I take a sip of it or not at all. Like it's still in my bag over there. Not yeah. even, <laughs> That's the worst. It. Yeah. Arrowhead water tastes like it got the coronavirus in it. <laughs> it's the worst fucking water ever, man. I don't know yeah. why it's still a thing. And yeah. there's some people that say, I love Arrowhead water. So you like water with dirt in it, apparently? Yeah. God, people it's so that nasty. like Arrowhead water also like eating ass. So yeah, that- <laughs> I can't trust them. <laughs> yeah, that's that. That's fucking man. I don't know what it is about the whole eating ass thing. I just I'm not on that. I'm not on that movement, man. Somebody said that <laughs> I was shallow. Like you ain't no real man. Like you, you think you're a real man. I'm thinking like what? I mean, how does eating ass make me a real man or not? Yeah, I don't know. That, wrote, yeah, it's, it's, there's no correlation. There's no correlation. Yeah. Who wrote the book to being a man? <laughs> Must eat ass. Must work a work work a good job. Yeah, take care of your family, take care of your kids, and eat ass. That's the like, nah, that man. makes you a man, I guess. Yeah, no thanks. Uh, um, but, but yeah, um, yeah, the, the the Dodgers obviously won the World Series. Um, you know, shout out to Mookie Betts, um, uh, Kiki Hernandez, and whatnot. But, mm-hmm. um. Yeah, um, Justin Turner was uh, he returned after he had tested positive for COVID-19 and he celebrated with his team at the end of the game and he was been getting some shit for it. Basically, uh, he had his mask off. He was happy hugging people, sitting next to people, taking photos and shit. Yeah. And people was like, you know, this is selfish. This is this. This is that. But put yourself in Justin Turner's situation. You've been to multiple World Series and you fucking lost. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. The the way that must feel must be terrible. And you fucking finally get a chance to win and rejoice with your teammates. And look, I'm not saying what he did was right, but I th- just think some things are bigger than fucking COVID, man. Like the the, the World Series and, and I mean, individually, that situation is bigger than COVID, mm-hmm. you know, and obviously other people could be put at risk. But I just don't know how much people are putting stock into COVID anymore. They're not as scared as they were. Yeah, I think I think on the surface, it's, you know, it's a it's the World Series, you know, the yeah. best, best, best baseball team in the world. Right. Um, and they were and they earned it, you know, going through, you know, losing a bunch of uh, World Series and then finally getting over that hump um, and him being on the team. And I think I think it. I understand it like you know you're just excited you want to celebrate with your team but I think that if it's one of those things where the result of it really is going to define what really happened on on the field right so if if everybody is fine and no one else catches it or whatever and no one you know gets extremely sick or sick or passes away then it's just like all right whatever yeah but you know we've seen in the past, you know, Carl Anthony Towns, his mom passed away from it. And, yeah, um, that was bad. Yeah. Certain other, you know, athletes have uh, relatives that have passed away from the coronavirus. So in terms of that, that to me makes it a little bit uh, sketchy as far as like, yeah. you know, like was his decision, you know, did he did he need to do that or should he have done that? Um, but if everybody gets away and everybody's fine, then yeah. it's just like it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, I just think the whole idea of the coronavirus is not as polarizing as it once was. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, we have education in regards to, you know, how lethal it is. And most people recover from it. Yeah. Um, but I think that, you know, 
there are obviously more dangerous things that we do on a daily basis. I, I don't think you could correlate the two things. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the fucking cigarettes, goddamn alcohol, all those things. I'm not trying to mix those two together. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, the, the, and people with bad health can get pretty much die from almost anything, too. Yeah. They get a bad flu. They're fucking done, man. They, they yeah. get anything else. They're going to have problems. Yeah. I, I just think with, in this specific case, I don't think he was thinking at all. Yeah. I think that uh, he, of course not. I think he was there. reacting. <laughs> it was a complete emotional reaction. And what was hilarious is the pictures that they posted of him after he came back, after he was tested positive for COVID. He's sitting next to his teammates. He's smiling. He's got his arms crossed and shit. I don't think that he's like, I have COVID. I'm spreading it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like, I just won the fucking World Series. Yeah. You're a world champion the rest of your life. And by the way, I think it's, as a diehard Laker fan, I still think that the Dodgers World Series win was more significant than the Lakers because it meant more. You you've lost multiple times in the World Series and you win it. Yeah, I've been won since the eighties. Since eighty eight. Yeah. And this is the first time that it has been done by both teams since nineteen eighty eight with Magic Johnson. Yeah. And you know, and then and and the Dodgers in that same year. So this is extremely significant. Especially yeah. especially for what has happened in this year. I think I think it it I think it has somewhat to do with like the way that basketball is ran now. Right. And like you don't have like Kershaw being on the team for, for many, many years and right. then finally getting one. It means a little bit more to a Dodgers fan than yes. LeBron getting one ring with the Lakers. And it, yeah. it's it's just unfortunate. Like if Kobe was to get one on his way out, it would mean much more to LA than, you know, LeBron getting one after being there a couple years. So um it's just kind of one of those things. But yeah. I think uh, I think it's, it's a lot of significance too. you know, uh, there's a huge a Latino population in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And um, what was significant about it also was uh, the pitcher, uh, Julio Urias, mm-hmm. um, closing that game out. Yeah. I think that, you know, the just the culture of not just L.A., but Mexican culture and this pitcher, there's a lot of significance to that. So mm-hmm. it was a, it was a win not only for the city, but for the culture uh, of of Los Angeles. Yeah. So it just means a lot, you know, mm-hmm. Mookie Betts out here, you know, hitting home runs and, you know, it just, it, I don't know, man, it just had a different vibe. It was a lot more, um, I just felt it was a lot more significant yeah. than the Lakers. And, and, and the thing about it is, is I catch as many baseball games as I can, but I'm busy mm-hmm. and I've caught way more Laker games than, than Dodgers games this year. But mm-hmm. I still feel like the Dodgers uh, world series is more significant than the Lakers. Yeah, I, I'm, a lot of people believe that or, or feel that way, but yeah, that's just it is what it is. Yeah, man, it's the Dodgers. Yeah, so shout out to the Dodgers, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, um, well, one more thing too is I talked about the coronavirus not being as polarizing as it once was, mm-hmm. and I think about it when it first happened. I think I was a little bit, I was definitely shook by it. I just, you know, I, I called you, I told you, hey, man, watch how you're moving, like be careful. Yeah. You was like, I'm not changing anything, and I think everybody had that idea first, like it's not that big a deal. It's just like everything else, and then I start showing you stuff, and you start seeing, like, oh man, what the yeah. Heck? So. <laughs> I think now, especially, I can't be afraid of something like the coronavirus. Like I do a more, I put, I put myself at risk more by doing what I do every day at work. I'm a yeah. fuel hauler. I haul gasoline for a fucking living. Mm-hmm. I haul a bomb for a living. So I can't be walking around scared of the goddamn coronavirus. I'm cautious. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm not. 
I'm not going to be walking around with a mask my whole life. I'm already getting kind of tired of it, to be honest. Yeah, it is. It is getting annoying. Getting I think old. I think the thing that changed for me is how <clears throat> non-lethal it really is. 100 percent. I know people that had it personally um, ranging from 50 to you know, 20 years old, 22, 23 years old. So it's like, you know, and all of them recovered. I haven't seen anyone pass. Of, of course, those those small number of people that um, passed away is, you know, is, is traumatic. And I don't wish death upon anybody, of course. But at the same time, it's like most people are recovering. So for me, it's just like, it's just not that big of a deal. I think, no. I think, um, at the beginning, like you said, everybody was just like, man, I don't know, and wiping yeah. everything down. And then, but, but that comes with more information. 100%. Once, you know, more and more people start getting it. And uh, even what I realized is even there's even older people, like 45, 46. It's like, you know, I was around this one guy. He was like, man, take that mask off. Ain't nobody got COVID around here. Yeah, I know. And he low key punked me, but, um, you know, we're going to talk, we're not going to talk about that. But oh, wow. at the end of the day, like, he was, he was right. He was like, it's just, it's just not that serious. So when did Suge Knight tell you that? I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't want your producers dancing all over the stage. <laughs> <laughs> nah. But I, I think more than anything, just like what I've, heard from people as far as like people getting it and the no one wants to get sick of course but um and i think we do a lot to prevent that like a lot of people try to get their vitamin c and yeah. you know they try to at least stay warm during the winter and stuff mm -hmm. like that but um just the the idea of getting sick and not being able to smell and stuff is bad but once yeah. they over it like you know you don't even think about it that and and know. i think that case by case is different i don't think everybody yeah. has every symptom when they get coronavirus yeah i think it does they get it and it goes away yeah um and that's another thing we don't consider we've probably already fucking had this shit yeah that's that was i, I don't know i had an experience where i was like oh, i don't know if i got it or not um but yeah i think i think a lot of people have got it um and that and haven't even gotten tested. I thought I had COVID one day and I took a fat shit and then afterwards I was fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So all right, switching gears. National Masturbation Day. Um, I didn't know this was a thing, right? Mm -hmm. Um, but let me give you some uh, backstory on this whole thing. National Masturbation Day, also known as International Masturbation Day, is an annual event to pre protect and celebrate the right to masturbate. The first National Masturbation Day was uh, May 7th, 1995, after sex-positive retailer Good Vibrations declared the day in honor of Surgical Surgeon General Jocelyn Elders, who had been fired in 1994 by President Bill Clinton for suggesting masturbation be a part of sex uh, education curriculum for students, right? You know what's so hypocritical about that? That nigga Bill Clinton. Bill man. Clinton... Come on now. Denied masturbation in the curriculum while he was getting his dick sucked by Monica Lewinsky. If Bill Clinton was jacking off more, he wouldn't have got impeached. Right. <laughs> that's so hilarious, man. It's yeah. like you, you act so, you know, prude yeah. like that's not a real thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But here's my viewpoint on this thing. I, I don't I think that I don't know if it should be a holiday or not, mm -hmm. but I compare masturbation and sex like sex is like an oven and masturbation is like a microwave. Yeah. Right. Obviously, things in the oven taste better. Right. Mm -hmm. But the microwave gets the job done, too. So yeah. sometimes you got a microwave shit. 
Yeah. You know? Sometimes you don't want to wait that long. <laughs> you don't want to wait 45 minutes for a meal to be done. <laughs> you got to kiss and hug each other. It's so, yeah. so, so, so hot. Yeah. So, yeah. That, that oven is great, man. Apple, <laughs> apple pie tastes amazing in the oven. Yeah. Right. But sometimes when you microwave it, it's still pie. <laughs> yeah, those McDonald's apple pies still solid. Oh, they still good, man. Yeah. They still good. You know, if you 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 know they already cooked and you kind of preheat them. Yeah. But no, nah, man. Uh, what I will say is this: I will say like, um, I'm not telling people to masturbate or not masturbate, but I think that it's there's a healthy medium. Like I think uh, having sex is great, but masturbating is no problem with that either. I just think that. You could save yourself a lot of times by rubbing one out from a STD, a bad experience. Yeah, man, all this stuff. There, and sometimes you won't think clear. Sometimes you get so horny that your brain ain't operating right, and then you rub one out, and you be like, "Oh my god, I'm not going over there with that chick. Something's wrong with her." Yeah. Hey, I'm cool with that. I'm not jacking off will prevent you from hitting a lot of fat girls. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Oh my God, dude. Lizzo is not gonna like that. Oh man. Shout out shout out to the big girls, man. Yeah. Nah, That's but funny. I think um yeah, you're right. I, I think that there's a it is a healthy medium. Like, yeah. if you're if a woman said like I never masturbated in my life, I've never touched myself. I'd be like, yo, you're weird. Yeah, I'm, I've heard that before. Um, and you know, I I would suggest, especially for women, because you know the whole I guess the whole goal is for like for us as guys that actually care about our sexual experience is for t- to have the woman um, to come right right yeah but there's some girls that like you know they just they have maybe never done it or maybe done it once or twice in their life and it's just like part of that is because you don't even know how to do it to yourself yeah, you don't even yeah. know how to make yourself come so yeah, just, right <laughs> if you don't know how to do it to yourself then you can't expect you know man not to not to mention if you never masturbate like how many dudes are you fucking right you must be fucking a lot of dudes yeah if you don't if you got all this provided dick yeah Jeez, man, that's yeah. a, that's a lot. Yeah, I, I guess you don't need to masturbate if you can dig down. Yeah, these, the I'm telling you, dude, it's, it's, we do also live in a world where a, a lot of women are serial daters. So mm-hmm. all these dates they go on, they be having, they be loading up dicks, like they be having yeah. dudes on ice waiting to, you know, waiting to pound them out. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, dude. Um, I wonder how many girls masturbate to the truckers on my podcast. Oh man, probably a lot. <laughs> probably a lot. <laughs> They probably turn the volume up and then like, <laughs> the bass of my voice just be like. <laughs> oh, my gosh, that laugh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, man. But yeah, I, I think that there's nothing. There's obviously nothing wrong with it. We're all adults here. I think everybody has done it. Like, yeah. Women, men, whoever, you know, everybody. I say the average. What do you think the percentile of people who masturbate is? Like the overall percentage? Uh, it got to be high. Yeah. <laughs> it got to be really high. What, just get in the neighborhood. What's the neighborhood? I say like 90. Whew, yeah, I say about 90%, 90 of people. Yeah. 90% of people. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I just think women get a little annoyed probably when they have to do it. Because mm-hmm. they figure like they get so many. I think and what happens. Dick huh? worries. Yeah, yeah, they get yeah dick inquiries, but I think I think women 
they the lot of the men that come after women they don't even like those men though yeah uh, most men that i don't care how attractive the woman is all the men that are throwing dick at her she don't really like those dudes yeah i think that the problem with men and women too is is they always have somebody they like that doesn't want them mm-hmm. so women have specified dick appointments yeah like they have somebody that they used to smash years ago that still gets to hit it Mm-hmm. But other than, other than that, there's just you know a lot of masturbation in between, Damn. a lot of vibrators, a lot of yeah. weird sex toys. They got they they have sex toys that are just so crazy. It's like, how can you even please some of these girls now? Yeah, girls are gonna start asking like, does your dick turn around and vibrate? You're uh, like, no, it's just the dick. I don't I, I, <laughs> I don't have those capabilities. Andrew Schultz was talking about like yeah. I forget he had a joke. Um, I forget exactly what it was, but he was saying like the vibrator does a milli rock. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, can you imagine that dude? Imagine you like this girl a lot, and you like, yeah, I'm gonna put it down on this, yeah. but you don't know she had a fucking <clears throat> milli rock and dildo yeah. before, and then that that shit is going crazy in that pussy. Yeah, and it's just wow, wow, yeah. fucking electric, like electric uh, shock going. It's like, damn, what's going on? Yeah. We got to get rid of sex toys. Yeah, you got to get ruin, rid of You know, they're ruining our chances out yeah, here. Yeah, man. Like, sometimes you got to test the waters. Like, you're having sex with a chick, and it seems like it's pretty good, and you're not sure. Just slap her in the back of the head. <laughs> <laughs> just to see, like, what that does. If you, <laughs> if you slap her in the back of the head, and she's just, like, cool with it, like, yeah, nah, this this is this dick is not enough. I, th- I think the only... <laughs> <laughs> our only hope as men is, like, passion. Yeah. All you can, you know, if, if a girl is a, a notorious toy user, you just gotta, you just gotta beat those toys out with passion and yep. body heat. Notorious. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just kidding. I don't mean literally hit a woman in the back of the head. I don't uh, look the only, you should never hit a woman unless it's from the back. <laughs> don't, don't beat women, yeah. man. But unless they ask you to. Some people are into it, like yeah. punch me, punch me in my face. Yeah, I'd be like, nah, I'm not doing that. Yeah, because you know, and then especially you got to be careful too, because if she tells you to punch you in the face, punch her in the face, and you're a black guy and she's white, you'd be like, I've seen this go the wrong yeah. way. Yeah, you know? that's really strange. <laughs> I've seen this go the wrong way. I'm not doing this. Some girls being into some crazy stuff. Yeah, I, look, I don't, I don't want to say my sexual experiences, but I will say this: it was quite a while ago, but this girl grabbed my hand. And try to make me choke her out with my hand. Yeah. She was choking herself out. I didn't feel comfortable doing it. Yeah. I'm like, this is just, I don't understand this. Mm-hmm. This is strangul- strangulation. Yeah. What do you got going on? Yeah. So then after she woke up, I was like, that was crazy. Ah. <laughs> Eddie's getting canceled. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. That's funny. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, sometimes sometimes on the podcast, she's kind of working out material. <laughs> got some material. I've been writing some shit down during this quarantine, man. I got That's a whole funny. list of jokes. That's cool. Yeah, once once I'm able to get back in the, on stage and do some open mics. Yeah, I wrote a joke down in ages, but I definitely want to do some open mics. Man. Oh yeah, I got some, I got some shit. Yeah, just a little quick five minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you know what's hilarious about this is when somebody listens to this podcast, this one, they probably either they probably just got done masturbating and they like they like probably like uh, thinking to themselves like, man, I just did that five minutes ago. <laughs> you know, or like maybe I just did this, and I just think that I'm not. 
I don't really believe that if you're a person that's just sitting there doing that all the time, I don't really think that's a good thing either. Yeah. There should be a healthy medium. Yeah. It's like get out and meet people and actually have sex with them. Yeah. But, but yeah, man, there's there's nothing, there's nothing wrong. I mean, some people have a hard time though. Yeah. Like I I remember my room, my college roommate, like he would, uh, (laughs) he would like low key designate time (laughs) like during the day. Wow. He just didn't have that much of luck with the ladies. Ah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. that's true. I mean, it happens, man. You go on dry spells and you know, Hey, you, you, you know, the palm of your hand will uh, become, a little more used than it needs to be sometimes. Yeah. But, you know, there's still women out here that want to have sex with you. So, yeah. You know. Somebody. Somebody. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know who. I think so. <laughs> I remember my roommate. He was like, he was like a short Mexican dude, mm-hmm. kind of round. Wrote, yeah. wrote, 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 not robust. Wrote, yeah, wow. I think it was robust. He's trying to find robust the right. is titties. Huh? He's trying to find the right way to not call him fat. <laughs> There's a more eloquent he, way of calling somebody. He's very fat. husky. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he uh, gordito. <laughs> and he, uh, but he had high standards. Really? Yeah. So he would, he would, he would get lucky every now and then, especially with the dating apps. And oh, he, okay. he had a girl come over one day, and I mind you, she wasn't that attractive. Hmm. But she was a girl, and she mm-hmm. was chilling with him, and it was just like you should have just smacked her down. And I just know. think I think that men and women have um, parallel experiences in that yeah. too, because women have women do have dry spells. <clears throat> yeah, women do, you know, actually want. And then here's the here's the, what ruins the experience when women have the build up, like they they want to do it, and then the sex ends up being bad. Yeah. And they just get frustrated. They just mad. Yeah, you could you could tell too, especially, and it's happened with both of us where you're chilling with a chick, you're having sex with her, and she just is not very good. Yeah, it's just really lazy. It's just just regular. It's just it's like reminds you of a pizza from uh, Little Caesars. Like this is just put together wrong. Ah, uh, you know? and then you're just like, man, I could have done better with my hand. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, you make up some excuse. Hey, I gotta go. You, you, you fake bus. You like, oh, I gotta get out. Of here. It was funny because my roommate, um, the one that had the, the little chubby girl over there, mm-hmm. um, it, we, me and my other roommate had walked in and seen him chilling. Like it was because they was hanging out during the day oh, and okay. his door was open. Oh. And we had always said like if we never walked in and seen her in there, like he probably would have took her down. Oh, but it was kind of when I think he got embarrassed because he like we up. seen her. It's like, man, you better handle your business. Yeah, he fucked up, man. Yeah. I, honestly, though, to be real, if if a, even if some people walk by, if a girl wants it, dude, she's gonna take it. Women are known that they're dick takers. Women will take the dick from you, man. Yeah, they'll be aggressive. Yeah, yeah. they'll be like, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's it pretty much has happened to most guys. Yeah, you'll be sitting there watching a movie or something, and it'll just throw it on you. You'll be like, whoa, wait, what's going on? Yeah. And, and <laughs> you can't do this to women though. Women have to be women. Ha- women ha- do it to you. Yeah, you'd be like, "Come on, man!" Like, you yeah, you get in trouble with doing that. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. And they'll take the dick from you when you really don't feel like giving it. Sometimes <laughs> you're just trying to chill. I'm just trying to chill here, <laughs> and you're taking advantage of me. <laughs> I was really watching this Netflix movie right now. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be crazy. <clears throat> Netflix, they they've incorporated something where it says, "Are you still watching this?" Yeah. 
I think they did that because people be knee deep in some pussy. <laughs> and they'd be like, I just, of course, I'm not watching it. <laughs> uh, you know, you know what they should. You know what uh, Netflix should do, or somebody hack Netflix. This would be uh, just amazing. Yeah. Imagine like you're watching Netflix, and then you you know it probably. 40 minutes 37 minutes into the program yeah. you start having sex and then they ask are you still watching this and then you don't respond and they'll be like and at the end it'll be like continue fucking have a, have a good night <laughs> like have you switched positions yet yeah I think what's funny too actually you can't do that because for average people sex don't last that long <laughs> so it'll be like are you still watching this you'll be back <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, funny. Man. It's like a break instead of like it don't even go off. It's just a break. It's I remember uh, the funniest shit I seen. This was years ago. Some chick posted like four <laughs> fucking minutes. Really? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> the standards be too high, man. Y'all got to learn to bust faster. It's nah. just like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It just, I don't know. I, mm. I think it's a mixture of things too. The toys kind of ruin it. Mm-hmm. But like, bro, I don't know how you got to do it. You have to like conquer your mind or something. But you got conquer your mind. Yeah, you, you gotta. You, I mean, I say you gotta last at least thirty something minutes. At least thirty minutes. At least 30. I ain't putting thirty. I'm just too old. Thirty I'm too old for thirty. Thirty really twenty something. I'm just trying. Minutes? My goal is just to make the girl come or my girlfriend um and (laughs) (laughs) and then after that it's just smooth selling i'm just like anything after that just plus it's just they got a surplus they got cheat codes man yeah it's cheat codes man yeah what you mean i mean like it's you you can't just use one option it's like being a cop Uh right you can't just use your taser oh yeah yeah i know you got different options yeah you you, you gotta switch it up you gotta use everything hands tongues yep arms Uh, shoulders yeah, damn. <laughs> Shoulders, that's a lot. That's that's more aggressive than a sex toy. <laughs> Imagine if you had a video game, man, and they had like all the different sex things. You people using hands, tongues, motherfucking uh uh, uh what do you call that? Uh, ninja stars, all kinds of shit. Oh man. That's funny. All right, switching gears. Um recently on Mike Tyson's podcast, it's called Hot Boxing, I believe. Hot yeah. Boxing Mike Tyson. He had Lil Boosie on there. And Lil Boosie, obviously, people know him as a really rough rapper from Louisiana, you know, and he says a lot of really um, crazy shit. He has a lot of opinions. He has a lot of opinions. A lot of them are very um, uneducated. <laughs> and just, they just come off his head. Um, and he was saying something about Dwayne Wade's son or calling people gay or whatever the case, right? Yeah. And they had a conversation uh, about like him having these opinions about people. And Mike Tyson said, and uh, look, I hate to do an impression of Mike Tyson because I know if he ever hears it, he want to fucking kill me. Mm-hmm. You don't know how the energy goes. I might meet him one day. Who knows? But he was basically saying, you know, you have this, you have this, you know, this ego. You think you're this bad motherfucker. You know, you fighting all these people and you're this bad and you have your opinion. But who really gives a fuck? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And Mike Tyson was right, because I think that we get so full of ourselves. We think that our opinions our law and we could get away with saying it but let's be clear if you're a man that's constantly saying homophobic things right why as a heterosexual male have you put in so much stock into people being gay or not gay mm-hmm. i just don't believe in that i mean i like women so i don't feel the need to con like constantly have conversations about what gay people are doing 
Yeah. What did Lil Boosie actually say though? But I well, think his it was Dwayne Wade. He's talking about how you saying you a you, she he a she now and he's too much and they only twelve years old and I don't know what like I partially agree with the idea. That's why that's why that's why I said that. Yeah. Because our our sentiments were similar to his. We mm-hmm. just probably said it with we framed better, it way better vocabulary words. Yeah, I framed it basically <laughs> as an I just don't know if a if a child that is twelve years old is cognizant enough of their decision into transitioning into another sex. Yeah. But we framed it in a way that I think that even people who are a part of LGBT would be like, you know what? I can see the validity in that statement. Yeah. But when you say, he ain't no she, the down going on that damn stand, is he gay? Are you gay? You know? Like, yeah. <laughs> we didn't frame it like that. That's just being thoughtless and you don't give a fuck. Yeah. I think, um, I think what I took from the whole Mike Tyson thing, I think, Mike Tyson has been on this this uh this self-discovery tour. Yeah. And he's learning about himself. He's learning, you know, he's kind of righting his wrongs and he he realizes he's a, a a very scarred person. Yeah. So what he is able to do is kind of like put himself first and foremost and then try to get Lil Boosie to understand like why he's doing certain things. That's so I true. think he framed it in a way it was like he, Excuse me, like he's saying, like this is something that I did when I, you know, when I was younger, I got robbed, and then in turn, it turned me into a very scared person, and right. a lot of people think I'm scared, and then he kind of like projected that on Little Boosie, like mm. because I know you're saying these certain things, I know you're going through something, or I know the way you were raised um, had an impact, you on know, him. yeah. And Little Boosie, I don't even think he got it. No, I he think, didn't. I, I don't know um, if he has the self awareness to understand what but, he was saying in the in the conversation. But I think Little Boosie is a representation of America, and what I, what I mean by that is when people live in an echo chamber, they don't even know how to respond when that echo chamber is challenged or when yeah. that ideology is challenged. So he didn't even respond in a way that was, you know. Um, that was answering the question. It was yeah. more or less like, yeah, man, I'm from the slums, man. You know, I grew up a, a hustler. hustler. I was a hustler, man. Yeah. What did that have to do with you having a comment on somebody's child transitioning, like being trans? Like, it's not a real response. Yeah. And my, I'm from the slums, man. I grew up in the hood in the gutter, man. It's like- I think, but I think it was a slight <laughs> miscommunication at the beginning. I yeah. think afterwards he got it. Because okay. the way Mike Tyson framed it was not directly... Um, connecting like what he was saying to you know what was going on because at first Mike Tyson framed it as like like who are you 100%. and then that's when he was saying like I'm a hustler I'm a you know I yeah. come from a gutter and he's like go. we all come from that but afterwards like I think they got more of a, a understanding of one another the yeah. craziest thing is like how uh, frightened both Lil Boozy and the, I don't know who the other dude was I was sitting next to him But they both was sitting there like Yeah Wide eyed Yeah Yeah Lil Boozy just he, he did a really bad job of responding to him for a while mm-hmm. But can you imagine this It'd be like You gonna make me come I'm from the slum man I'm gutter man I'm a hustler man I'm a <laughs> you gonna eat my booty? Yeah, I'm from the slum, girl. You know, I'm from the hustler, man. I damn thing. <laughs> Boozy badass. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I, I just ultimately I think that um everything is not everything is not up for debate all the time. You know, and as podcasters, we have opinions, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes our opinions can end up being misguided. Maybe we didn't do the research we should have. Maybe, you know, we, be, we could be speaking from a place of just not having 
you know, um, the right like perspective. Who knows? Um, but I think me and Keith are aware or self-aware enough to know like um, how to approach these things. Yeah. There's certain conversations we didn't approach for uh, over a year. Yeah. Like a long time. And um, yeah. it's based on the fact that we didn't feel like the listeners would be ready for that or maybe, you know, whatever they can. Or we didn't have enough knowledge to really like frame it the right way. Yeah. So but not enough people take time to do that. Like, um, especially with this political landscape, the way people think about it, like I've noticed that they feel strongly one way. And if you challenge their thought about something, you say, have you ever considered this? They're mm. like, well, I know this, that this is this. Yeah. I know this is this. And you're just like, God damn that. Yeah. They, they just, I think, um, they just have zero objectivity yeah. or that not, it's not even about being objective. It's more so about being able to see a different perspective. Right. They can't even they see just, it. They just can't see it at all. They can't see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the fucked up thing. But I'm, so yeah, I mean, we'll get into it later. But you know, even in the conversation about like um, taxes and stuff, oh, yeah, it's like way off. The the people that don't have a lot of the people that's making thirty thousand dollars a year have so such strong opinions about someone making half a million. It's like y'all live in two different worlds. Yeah, it's like, different why world. can't you see it from their perspective? Like, right? You know, they're making a lot of money and they don't want to get rid of it. You making a little bit of money and you. You know, and right. you don't even want to get rid of your money or you need some assistance. So. Right. Yeah. I mean, you're eating top ramen worried about motherfuckers that eat caviar. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Worry about your little chicken flavored ramen first. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's depressing about ramen is the that's fact that. that like they flavor it and it's like that's not what real chicken tastes yeah, like. Chicken don't taste like that. Chicken doesn't taste like Beef powder. Like, yeah. Or I mean, <laughs> the funny thing, too, is like it's not chicken it's like flavored yeah chicken if mm-hmm. that makes sense because if you just if you had a literal chicken flavor mm-hmm. and it would taste terrible yeah if it tastes like a depressed chicken <laughs> it tastes like chicken white people cook wow <laughs> i didn't say that that was keith and yeah. I, I i'm a firm believer that white people also make good chicken sometimes Okay. Um, <laughs> let's just for the record, Eddie made a rape joke earlier. Let's oh no! <laughs> that out there. I did. No, I did. No, I did. <laughs> you stupid. Oh man. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Oh, matter of fact, uh, my cousin. It was recently. She's like, "Where can I find these ramen? Right, these noodles." Mm-hmm. And I and I just responded like, "Why the fuck would you want to eat that?" She's like, "Sometimes it tastes good." I was, yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Yo, I grew up poor. I ate so much ramen that I don't need to eat ramen for the next however long I live." Yeah, I mean, you're poor, man. You grow up eating some shit it, yeah. it, between frozen burritos that's like thirty cents a burrito, yeah. or ramen, or fucking government cheese. Like I grew up le- like legit poor. Yeah. So every now and then I'll eat some top ramen. Yeah, just for just for nostalgic purposes. Ain't nothing top about it. It's we call bottom ah, ramen. Bottom ramen. <laughs> bottom. This is the name of the podcast. Bottom ramen. That shit is terrible, man. Yeah. And it's so salty. Yes. Yeah, I remember a masterpiece recently came out with some ramen. I forgot what it's called, but uh, they said masterpiece was like, "Yeah, man, I got my 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 product and my ramen noodle." They talking about. How much sodium it got in it? You don't be asking nobody else how much sodium they got in there. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> I was just having this conversation about Master P yesterday. I was like, "Yo, Master P has really good ideas." He does. I was just like, he just needs like not those shoes though, not the shoes. 
But I think that <laughs> the shoes are a good idea. I don't. Yeah. I'm not judging how the shoes look, but I am. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> 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 but um, I'm. I was just saying, like, if he had someone that could execute at a high, at the highest level. Oh yeah. Just his ideas. Right. I think he would be in a, a much better place. Like if he just got someone to design you know, the top ramen packages and put oh, them yeah. in the stores. Or if he had like Ryan Coogler, he was funding right. a guy like Ryan Coogler to do his movies. Like oh, he would yeah. be out of here. Oh yeah. First mm-hmm. of all, let me, let me give respect to the OG for really holding it down for sure. You know, but objectively speaking, them shoes look like Krusty the Clown sevens. It's <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> Krusty the Clowns, man. Mm-hmm. I was like, God damn. It's, just, it's yeah. not, I honestly, I have to say it's not a good looking shoe. I think Charlemagne had told him or somebody yeah. told him before too, like this is, I don't like this shoe. They're you have to like be honest. M- 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 Munyadis. Munyadis. He's the new Munyadis right here. <laughs> and it'd be like, like, did you like, did you cut open a moose and use his fur <laughs> to make that fucking shoe, man? Moose Yadis. It is the Moose Yadis right here. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Like, but do you, I do. I, I respect Masterpiece Hustle. hundred percent. Like I wouldn't um, crack these jokes to his face though, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Just, just on the podcast. <laughs> like, Masterpiece be pressing people out here. You like, you want to make fun of my shoe, but what's your net worth? Yeah, I'd be like, ah, it's not very high. <laughs> my net worth's not very high, but those shoes still look terrible. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, we gotta start telling people the truth more, man. I, I mean, being the truth is objective sometimes. I I, I I think so, but then again, I don't because it's just an opinion. It's an opinion, and not somebody it, somebody can think those shoes are amazing and they're selling out. So it's just like, yeah, yeah. that's true. That's yeah. that's also very true. Yeah. Some sometimes. Your opinion is not necessary. Yeah. And I'm very well aware of that. But in this particular um, occasion, um, I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay with my opinion that these shoes look terrible. Yeah. 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 Um, But it's just a a fucking opinion. It's just an opinion from a guy that has not even a fraction of masterpiece net worth. Yeah. Okay. I'm a truck driver from Bakersfield. Who cares what I have to say? Yeah, Masterpiece should start a podcast network. Oh man, he should have been did that. Yeah. If I seen him, I'd be like, "You should start a podcast network, and you should pay me and keep the half a million." Dollars. <laughs> like, and no we'll problem. have all your products. We had the Munyadis right yeah, here, yeah. the <laughs> top or the noodles right here. We have a bunch of sodium all over the fucking table. <laughs> And then he, if the only thing with Master Pedo, like he a solid dude, but he might pop up during the podcast. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? <laughs> uh, we doing the podcast right now. <laughs> y'all, y'all need to check out the new Munyades, man. <laughs> the new Munyades, and then somebody gonna comment. That nigga Eddie used to make fun of those shoes. <laughs> yeah, show him the clip. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Like, hey man, I need to talk to you, Eddie. Man, you always making fun of my shoes, huh? <laughs> I'm gonna have to let y'all go, man. <laughs> Get fired. Yeah. All right, switching gears. Um, my experience with Highway Patrol. Um, recently, I was pulled over by Highway Patrol. I was at work, obviously, in my driving in my in my big rig, and um, I was driving next. Basically, there's there's three lanes. Obviously, there's a, the the fast lane. There's the the passing lane, which is in the middle, and then the 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 lane on the far right is the slow lane where the trucks are. Mm-hmm. And you can legally pass another truck if it's going too slow. Um, by law, but it's yeah. considered a passing lane. You're supposed to pass that truck and get back over in a slow lane. Yeah. Now, by law, you can pass that truck if it's going under 55 miles an hour. But realistically, going 55 miles an hour is just not going to cut it because everybody's going different speeds. So I'm going anywhere from 55 to 60 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm trying to pass this motherfucker and 
And me, I use my cruise control when I'm in a truck. I don't, I don't use my throttle because if you're using throttle, you're going up, you're going down, you're going up, you're going down, and it just really fucks everybody else up. So whoever was next to me must have been using throttle, and I'm trying to pass this asshole. All of a sudden, I see a highway patrolman. He fucking just drives by me. He blows by me. He keeps going. And at, for a while, I'm trying to pass this guy, and I'm slowing down to get behind him, and he's just fucking me up. So then the highway patrolman gets over to the side of the road, um, and I'm like, oh, fuck. I hope he's not pulling me over. Lo and behold, fucking guy comes right behind me, turns the lights on, and then the asshole next to me even gives me a hard time getting over so, so the fucking CHP could pull me over. Cop says, or uh, Highway Patrolman says, do you know why I pulled you over? And I was like, uh, mm, yeah, I kind of got an idea. He's like, you were turtle racing. He's like, uh, you're next to this guy. You're in the passing lane. You're supposed to pass this guy. You can't be sitting there. Bullshit. Like, he didn't say bullshit, but you can't be there doing that. I said, I'm well aware of that, you know. And I basically admitted that I was wrong. Mm-hmm. When you have interactions with, with uh, law enforcement, whoever it is, you need to check if you were at fault. If you're not at fault at all, then you should stand your ground. You don't have to argue with them to say, hey, that's inaccurate. I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. But if he's right, then just admit your fault. So I said, you're right. Mm-hmm. He says, uh, I've given people tickets for going 56 miles an hour. And I was just like, oh, I'm fucked. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm done. Like, mm-hmm. this guy's going to give me. He said, I got you at 60. But then as the interaction went on, you could tell that he kind of was like loosening up. Yeah. But it was because of how I was responding to him. Yeah. Um, he said, let me see your logbook. So I gave him my logs. Then he said, um, you know, you know, it's a point. It's a point and a half for being in that lane longer than, you know, where you were. And it's also you were going 60 miles an hour. So that's also another point. And I said, yes, sir. Mm-hmm. And I was ready to take it on the chin. Yeah. And then he said and he said, you know, 60 miles an hour is not fast, bro. It's not really that fast. But I cut him off and I said, but it's above the speed limit. Mm-hmm. So then at that moment, he's like, this guy fucking gets it. Mm-hmm. So he said, all right, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to run uh, run your stuff. So what he did is he took my license. <clears throat> he jumped on the back of the uh, the catwalk and checked the the wires out. He checked the electrical lines, and then he hopped back off and he gave my license and shit back. He said, "I'm not even gonna run your stuff, dude. You're good. Just don't turtle race. You know what's going on." And then he gave me the best example. He said, "Have you ever been up north going to Fresno in a car?" I said, "Yes." He said, "You ever seen two trucks that are turtle racing and then it's a bunch of people behind them and you won't let them by?" I said, "Yes." He said, well, you know why I put you over then. I said, exactly. He said, hey, man, be safe. Have a good one. That interaction could have went wrong. Yeah. If I would have been like, fuck, man, when you pull me over, man? Damn, man, you're always tired of this, man. This don't make no sense. From the very beginning of that stop, you have to set the expectations. Yeah. Right? He came in, not hot, but he came in meaning business. guy meant business. You could tell he meant business. Yeah. But based on me being cool, everything went fine. Now, don't misunderstand me. There are some cops that are pieces of shit or hired patrolmen that are pieces of shit that are looking for any excuse to pull you over, give you a ticket, beat you up, slap you, do whatever. Mm-hmm. But two things are true. The things that are true is that some cops are pieces of shit that are looking for conflict. And it's also true that people disrespect the cops and disrespect highway patrolmen. So two things are true. And what I did is I took I took the uh, I took it upon myself to always respect him. Mm hmm. Because he's doing a job, mm-hmm. right? It's a job. So I'm doing a job. You're doing a job. Yeah. I'm going to respect you, and I'm hoping you respect me back. And that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. I'm right there with you. I think that those interactions are so important. And right. as much as people like, you know, I ain't no punk, or I ain't going to be submissive when somebody, you know, call me out or whenever a police officer pull me over. But 
some you just got to put your pride aside. There's yeah. no reason to try to sit there and argue, especially when you're in the wrong. Yeah. I think I would say the majority of the time, even if the interaction plays out, however, the majority right. of the time when we as black people get pulled over, it's probably because we did something wrong. And then the interaction turns into whatever, right. whether you you could be going five miles over the speed limit, but still like you're technically doing something wrong. True. It's just up to their discretion as to like, is they going to let it pass or right. is they going, you know, because I've been in situation. I think I was driving down. Um, I was driving down mm-hmm. Rosedale Highway mm-hmm. and, you know, c- certain areas you can easily be going like 10 miles over the speed limit yeah, if you're not really watching, you know, the oh, signs yeah. or whatever. Right. And right. that's kind of what happened, especially if you have like a more of a, like a, a smoother, you know, a smoother car True. It's just gradually picking up speed. <laughs> but yeah, so that <laughs> happened. And then I. I seen a sign and I like I throttled it down. But what happened? I just I was so I was being so mindless. I passed up the police officer, and cool. then when I slowed down, he kind of gave me like a little like a little alert or a honk or something like that, uh-huh. just to acknowledge that you know he seen me slow down and you know thank you for slowing down type wow. stuff. Wow, see what I'm saying? That's a good interaction. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I th- I think this is just up to us. Like we can prevent so many of these yeah. altercations, and yeah. a lot of times. <clears throat> Excuse me. A lot of times, when you do see the 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 footage or the um, the body cam of interactions with police, um, their their tone is not like your tone. Their tone is like, "Why did I get pulled over?" Or, yeah. "I know the law. I don't have to roll down my." All these type of like um, You're combating, yeah, You're just combative combative energy, which is not necessary. It's like not. we we have to be more mindful. We have to have more um, emotional intelligence to know that um, as soon as this altercation is over, if done right, you can go home. Hundred yeah. percent. I think that 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 um, well, as we're talking about like people of color, I think a lot of people of color are um, victims of their experience. So what yeah. I mean by that is, is there have been many years of police officers, you know, beating up Rodney King and, you know, just shooting people because they was afraid, even when the person was uh, cooperating with them. So mm-hmm. I think a lot of people of color have these these things running through their head as the police stop them. And it's like it's connected to some form of trauma. Yeah. What you need to understand, though, is that each and ind- every individual stop is different. Mm-hmm. So. I've been pulled over and the cop, it was, it was two CHP. This is two years ago, this, this one, but, um, one of them was a complete dickhead. Yeah. The other one was really calm. So yeah. I gave all my attention to the officer that was being respectful. Mm-hmm. The other dude had the light all in my face. Like you didn't let us do our job. Are you going to let us do our job or what, bro? Are yeah. you going to let us do our job? Like he was looking for a reaction. Yeah. Right. You have to understand that these cops or CHP are human beings and a lot of human beings are not wired correctly. They're looking for a confrontation. They're looking for a story to tell people when they get back to the precinct or wherever they're at. So you have to understand that people move that way. Yeah. You know, obviously, I don't work for the police department, but I feel like when you get stopped by an officer, you have to not so much adopt what they're doing, Mm -hmm. but understand that the law is on their side. You are not the law. You will not win on the side of the road. Yeah. You will not win. You will win in court, Mm -hmm. but you you could win in court, but you'll never win on the side of the road. You Mm -hmm. can tell the officer, hey, if he's doing something fucked up, hey, excuse me, officer, whatever. Do you have your body cam on? And I'll be like. Um. Uh. Uh. No. Not right now. I'm like, can you turn your body cam on, please? Mm-hmm. And then people can see what's going on. Mm-hmm. But it's like 
you don't want to assume that every stop is bad. Just in general, you should never you should never have the assumption that the person pulling you over wants to fucking kill you. Yeah. That should not be the assumption. The yeah. assumption should be like, I know there's a lot of fucked up shit going on in this world, and I know some of these cops are killing people for no reason, but I'm going to assume that this is going to go good. Yeah. <laughs> that should be the assumption. Yeah, and I also feel like if you're not doing... Obviously, you get pulled over for doing something illegal technically, but if you're not doing something that'll get you real jail time or prison time, yeah, then we we have to uh, almost. It's kind of hard to remove that traumatic um, that trauma from those interactions, right? But we have to, I think, like kind of breathe and lower our uh, lower our blood pressure or the, yeah, you or, have to. or our heartbeat, yeah, um, and be able to just communicate during those situations. Right. If you ain't got no drugs in the car, you just yeah. you know you just living your life, then it's nothing really to worry about. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's just you have to have a certain calmness. But I think what it is is like who you are should make the make that shit go easy. Okay, think yeah. about this. Why is it that a lot of people can tolerate their boss at work? Right, a lot of people <clears> work <throat> jobs where they hate their boss. You know, they they do everything to take shit off their boss. Most a lot of people do that, right? But when the cops pull you over, you going off on them, mm-hmm. and you deal with the police less than you deal with that person you dislike at work. Yeah, so, you'll be smiling in your yeah. co-worker's face or your boss's face. So why can't you can just conduct yourself for a small fraction of that time? Not to say that because it's your fault because you can't conduct yourself. Because I think yeah. it's it's a it's an equal playing field. If that cop's not conducting himself correctly, then it could cause everything to go wrong. Yeah. But I still think that you need to do your job because if you do your job, then you soften the blow immediately. Yeah. That's right. That's just my opinion on that. Yeah. Um, so for future reference, everybody, uh, I hate when Keith has that awkward silence. Like he doesn't have a rebuttal or he doesn't have an extra comment. I'd be like, yeah, soften the blow. And he'd be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just start praying in the middle of the <laughs> yeah. like Kanye West. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I, I listened to some of that, ep- that episode with Kanye on Joe Rogan and I just was exhausted. It, he just, he goes on nonstop. Yeah. And then he'll be he'll be asked a question about the record industry. And yeah. then 15 minutes on into a tangent, he'll end like the Medici brothers. <laughs> the Medici brothers. Like, nigga, what are you talking about? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> like, yeah, he definitely has mental illness. And he goes, he has these manic moments where usually he's he's talking fast, it's high paced. Like he was on Ellen yeah. talking nonstop. And I think everybody knew he was crazy, but yeah. I don't want. I really don't want to call it crazy, man. That's not cool. I say mental. Yeah, we like, gotta get rid of the. Word we gotta crazy. rid of that the mental illness. Yeah, yeah. But some people is crazy. Don't be real. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Um, I think. Um, yeah, I don't know. I actually I actually like listening to Kanye West talk for the most part. Yeah, it's like scattered a lot of times, and yeah. a lot of times it's um, stuff that I don't really understand. But you know, I just like hearing his perspective on some stuff. Yeah, he's like, you know, and, you know, it, it, it soon, you know, we could get Tesla and get and get the Medici brothers together and, and you know, <laughs> get California on the map. And I think that, like, me running for president means that love in Jesus Christ will be, take over the world. And, you know, I love uh, bagels in the morning <laughs> and, you know, thick Mexican women. And <laughs> I think that you'd be like, nigga, what are you talking about? <laughs> Yeah, and I think what he does is is he he speaks like you could tell he's intelligent underneath all of that mental illness. There's a thick layer of mental illness. I think he's uh I think he speaks in metaphors a lot. Yeah. So I think a lot of times like, and a metaphor is only as good as 
how people receive it. So right. you can say anything like, you know, when pigs fly, but if people don't understand like that, what that actually means, then you're just talking nonsense. Yeah. When pigs fly in Little Caesars and you'd be like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? Yeah. All right. Uh, switching gears. Um, Ice Cube uh, had a meeting with the Trump administration. I think he's getting a lot of shit for it. Um, but here's my uh, my viewpoint or my perspective, I guess, uh, or opinion. Um, I think we have to stop living in a world where if we disagree with someone, we just completely cancel them and don't have any conversation. I yeah. think when you disagree with someone, there should be dialogue. I really think there should be dialogue. We live in a world where I hate you. Stay over there. I hate you. Stay over there. I'm going to have an opinion on you, even though I hate you and I don't want to talk to you, but stay over there. That's the world we live in. Yeah. I, I think that's that's counterproductive. I, um, I feel like um, the Trump administration at least heard him out. I think when he talked to the Democrats, they said, We're, we'll definitely talk to you after the election. And mm-hmm. he wanted that shit to be looked at now. Am I saying that Trump really even gave a shit? I'm not saying that he even gave a fuck. He probably didn't. But he, the administration at least sat down with him. And then people, and then people use it as Donald Trump was support. I mean, uh, Cuba supporting Trump. And just yeah. like, is, is the, are people really this dumb? Yeah. Are people really this narrow? I think that there is such an echo chamber that exists amongst liberals and conservatives that even a conversation to them means that, oh, he's with us yeah. or he's against us. And it's like, no. This is why it's important. Like, I really don't even care about your opinion if you're not middle leaning sometimes, because if you're liberal, if you're too far left, then you just like stupid. If you're too far right, then you're just really stupid. But it seems like the people in the middle are the ones that really can form a decent opinion about things. Yeah. Like not everything is bad. Not everything. Everything is not all good or bad. Mm -hmm. You know, somebody sitting down with you that you disagree with completely can have an impact on something. Maybe you can open their eyes to the atrocities that have happened to the black community in American history. Maybe they will actually listen. Mm -hmm. And if they don't, then they don't. But at least you presented it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think it's very naive for like us as, um, or for, for liberals to think that, um, they should only communicate with liberals. That's stupid. It just doesn't really make any sense. Might as well be in a game. But, but, but the thing is that, the liberals, they just assume that everyone is liberal, but right. they're only mad on the Internet. They're right. not mad in real life because yeah. your boss or the owner of whatever company you work at is probably conservative. Possibly. But you see them consistently and you don't, you know, you're not yelling at them or you're not trying to cancel them because they're writing your checks. True. So it's one of those things where it's just like it's it's when 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 everyone is hiding who they're what side they're on. It's okay. But as soon as like, you know, whoever has a flag or whoever is meeting with whomever, uh, whatever athlete or celebrity or whatever um, actors, you know, uh, voting for whomever, it's a big deal. And they're trying to cancel them. Yeah, that's just ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like and at the end of the day, it's also Ice Cube. It's like he's right. Excuse me. He's one of the ones at the the forefront. I mean, he's been speaking these kind of things since the late 80s. Yeah, exactly. It's been so, in his music. In his music. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. So for, for me, I'm just like we uh, liberals, they need to just they need to come to grips with this idea that there is a sector of people that are conservative. True. And it's OK to communicate with these people. A hundred percent. With without like fighting and, you know. I know some people who are very conservative, but, you know, 
it's it's always love. You mm-hmm. know, they, they real decent people. Mm-hmm. It's just you know you can't get over the fact if you can't get over the fact that somebody is voting for someone else, then it's like come on, yeah, come on, man. Eventually, you got to get over it. You yeah, know, honestly, like oh you oh you voted for Trump. Oh, I can't stand you. I, I can't I can't do it. I can't be yeah. your friend. I can't. I can't yeah. do anything because in business and in the world, okay, it's like saying like, oh, are oh, you gay? Like, I can't, yeah. I can't be around you. I can't do that. And then when you go into a business where you're a content creator or whatever, there's a lot of gay people there. Yeah. You you have to coexist with people that you may not agree with. You mm-hmm. may not agree with their lifestyle or whatever, or you may not agree with somebody because they're conservative or whatever, but you have to learn how to move and, and, and not only intertwine, but um, work with people and actually yeah. have relationships with people. Yeah. If you can't do that, then I don't know how far you're going to make it in the world. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's just it's just unrealistic expectations. I think which side do you think is a little bit more embracive of like not necessarily the other side as far as like communicating or hanging out with them. But do you think I think that conservatives are a little bit more um, OK with communicating or working with a, a liberal Ah, I believe so. Yeah, I believe so. It's a lot of them that are stubborn as fuck too. Mm-hmm. But I do think that a, a conservative is a little more open to being inclusive with someone. Um, liberals are more or less like stay away from me. You yeah. know this and that and the third. Yeah, and the whole company. That, that's the thing too. Is like people are fighting for diversity, but they only want to hire liberals. Right. That's not yeah. <laughs> like diversity is only gay and black or gays and minorities. Yeah. That's like come on, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that's yeah. That's a great point. That's a great point, actually. Um, you, I think in me and Keith leaning more liberal, you, you still see the, um, you still see the, I guess, inadequacies of that side. Mm-hmm. And the, the problem with a lot of conservatives, though, is they a lot of them really don't see the problems with them, though. Yeah. Um, we'll get into this whole conversation uh, next. But in regards to stay on topic, um, in regards to Ice Cube, I, I really don't, I don't see a problem with what he did. I think that we need to. Um, that should be more of a regular thing to have conversations with people that you don't necessarily agree with um, to try to move the needle in some way. Mm-hmm. But I think that not talking to people and, you know, I'm not going to drop any names, but there was some pushback from people and saying like, oh, I used to look up to you, Ice Cube, or I, I know you're like out of all people, I wouldn't I wouldn't think that you would do this. And it's yeah. like, hold on, man, how close minded is that for you? To have an opinion on how you think somebody else should conduct themselves. Worry yeah. about your fucking self, man. Worry about yourself. Yeah. I think it's it's just a conversation. And even going back to the time when Trump first got in there and guys like uh, Ray Lewis and right. a couple other people had went to the Trump Tower and, yeah. and met with him. In retrospect. Steve Harvey. It, yeah. In retrospect, it wasn't that bad. No. They called uh, Steve Harvey a coon and yeah. all kinds of shit. And I'm thinking like, I mean, he got elected. First of all, let's be very clear. Let's be very clear. I think that the problem a lot of liberals have is they will like basically it's almost like they want Donald Trump to fail. Right. Here's my problem with that. I'm not a fan of Trump at all, but he's the president of the United States. I want him to succeed because I yeah. live in America. Yeah. Right. Is he the motherfucker that I want um, running the, the cruise ship? No. But at the yeah. same time, I'm pulling for him to do the right thing. And I think a lot of liberals also get caught up in like, oh, you know, they, they kind of enjoy when he fails. People are treating this like sports. Right. It's not like sports. I wanted the Giants to lose the World Series, but 
you know, Trump is the president of the United States. Like, you should want him to do good because the better he does, the better we as people do. A hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. I just think that uh, I don't want to, you know, keep beating, uh, beating the same point down. Mm-hmm. Just make it a point in your own life to start having these conversations mm-hmm. because there's coworkers you work with that are conservative. They have Trump flags and they've probably never disrespected you. They just had their flags and they probably waved hi to you and you just walked by them. And, and you did that because they had a Trump flag and you're like, fuck you. I ain't, you got a Trump flag. Fuck you. Yeah. Right? But what if those people with the Trump hats or the Trump flag is really like, if you broke down on the side of the road, they probably be the one to pull over and help you out. Yeah. You, you never, you never know. I ran into, there was this old white guy at a, at a, at the gas station and he had a Trump hat on and I was pumping gas on the other side and I said, Hey sir, how you doing? And it was, he was almost shocked that I said hi to him. Yeah. He was almost shocked that I was like, ask him, how you doing? Like, I respect my elders. I don't give a fuck about that hat that you have on. I don't give a fuck about it. I just asked how you're doing. He said, oh, I'm great. And then and then when he left, he's like, hey, young man, you be safe. You have a good one. Right. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, and I think he was shocked by that interaction. I remember when I went to the Bernie rally, um, the first person to give me a compliment on my hat was someone wearing a MAGA hat. What and we had a. I just had a, it's just some company out in, uh, Inventura, I believe. It's just like a small little, like, clothing shop out there. Oh, okay. Um, he was familiar with the brand. Yeah. Uh And he, um, he's the first person to, like, acknowledge me and give me a compliment on my, we had a brief interaction. Yeah. But it's just like, I think they, I think from their, well, from some people's perspective, it's a little bit normal than, more normal than it, you know, than the outside or the internet. 100%. Because, you know, Twitter will lead you to believe that we can't even talk to conservatives. Right, right. We have to be at war with them, you know. Yeah, 100%. And when you're a person that's trying to get a business off the ground, too. Like, I'm working on something myself. Keith is also. So, um, imagine if you have this closed-minded view of the world and you run into the person and say, hey, I like your hat. You have a conversation. They're like, hey, well, I have, I know a production company. I've listened to your guys' podcast. I really like it a lot. I would love to work with you. But what are you going to turn him down because he's conservative? You're not going to work with him because he has a Trump hat. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think thinking about that, the best thing that Charlemagne could do is hire uh, for the Black Effect Network, mm-hmm. put some conservative black people on there. Yeah. I think that would be interesting. I think it would. I think, yeah, it would. Because I think as much as we want to talk about being inclusive, you know, there is still a level of bias there. Yeah. And imagine there's black people that work at Fox, but they're all conservative. Yeah. I don't know of any liberal ones. There's one, there's one black woman that's on there. She's middle leaning, but she'd be going hard on them. I forgot her name, but they have conversations uh-huh. and she, and she more or less is like talking about like, she's kind of like us. Like she's yeah. going to talk about the inadequacies on both sides. Yeah. And when they try to talk about certain things, like Trump said, he did more for the black community than fucking Abraham Lincoln. Like she'll squash that shit. Yeah. The <laughs> most since Abraham Lincoln, the most since Abraham yeah. Lincoln. Like, it was funny when they did the debate. Um, Biden tried to quote him and say that he did more than Abraham Lincoln. But and Trump was like, "What are you talking about? I didn't say that." Uh, he said, "I did the most since Abraham Lincoln for yeah. black for the black community." Yeah, the problem with Biden is really easy for him to misquote people because he doesn't remember shit anyway. Yeah, like since the last debate, <laughs> I seen people coming here talking about how the black community doesn't <laughs> like Donald Trump, and I'm gonna tell you right now. 
I'm not like Donald Trump. I'm exactly like Donald Trump. <laughs> like, okay, Biden. Like Biden got to stop talking to the camera. Yeah. Oh my God, it's so annoying. Like this nigga be like <laughs> the whole energy change. It's like a symphony. They push in on him like real cinematic. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, I love black people. <laughs> I love black children. <laughs> like, hey man, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> I've been a lifeguard. I've been around black people. I know they can't swim very good. <laughs> I've hit a Shaquita from the back. <laughs> I've smacked her ass. <laughs> I've had sex with Big Keisha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This guy, Biden. Um, all right, switching gears. Um, the benefits of being middle-leaning. We'll end it here. Where, where we at, man? 107, 108. Okay. All right, yeah, we, I got to go to work here in a minute. Me and Keith had to do this in the morning, so got to get rolling. But um, the benefits of being middle-leaning. The benefits of being a middle-leaning person, meaning that you really don't, even though I would say I lean more liberal, is that you can see both sides uh, where they make sense. Like, for example, like capitalism. Capitalism and socialism is not all bad. I, I know I'd hate to break it to you guys, but conservatives be like, socialism, oh, terrible. Oh, I'm going to shoot myself. Oh. Uh, they just want everything free. You want everything free? Free everything. <laughs> yes, all socialism is not bad. Capitalism is not all bad. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think that most people would love to be a ca- like a, a capitalist, right? Mm-hmm. You want to open up your hair salon? Guess what you are? Capitalist. Mm-hmm. You want to open up certain businesses and make money? Yeah. And then here's the thing. A lot of like uh, liberals are talking about like, uh, well, the, I think it's more pandering these tax plans for the you know the wealthy you make over four hundred k. Yeah, um, I think it's fucked up. Like these these tax uh, these tax increases on the rich because I I intend on being wealthy myself someday. So I don't want a motherfucker all up in my money. I've worked for this. Why are you taking so much money? I mean, if I'm going to be taxed more, fine, right? But don't find a reason to tax me even more. Yeah, that's fucked up, man. Yeah. I, that's not cool. Mm-hmm. So you mean to tell me if I make fucking two million dollars, I actually only made what six hundred thousand or no, like fucking seven hundred and twenty thousand dollars or some shit like that's ridiculous. That's a lot of t- money. It's a lot of t- taxes. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? This is almost criminal. I don't yeah. I don't agree with it. I don't. I, and and people say like, well, you don't make you're not rich. So why would you care? Uh, Because I intend on being very wealthy. So I want. I want uh, transparency of where the money's going, and I also don't want you taking all the fucking money that I earned, mm-hmm. especially when you grow up poor. If you grow up poor and you don't have shit, and then you do better for yourself and you've done the work, and now you're taking more of my money, what the fuck? Yeah. What I'm going to do is before I really start making money is finding every tax code and loophole so these motherfuckers can't be up my shit. Now, you yeah. got to have multiple businesses, too, to funnel it, but I, I think Charlemagne was talking about this, too, about yeah. how, how he's good, so... It's mostly your income, right? Um, so, if you have, say, a trucker's mine is is a is a is a business, mm-hmm. and um, you get a salary, but what you want to do is keep your salary as small as possible. Oh yeah, keep it with just me and Keith. Yeah, but then also purchase things through your business. So, if you mm-hmm. want to buy a car, you could buy it through your business, or mm-hmm. you want to buy, you know, a property, you could buy it through a trucker's mine. Oh fuck it, yeah. whatever. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that's one of the ways that people keep more of their money and you know they basically mm-hmm. spend a lot of their money through their business oh yeah or if you want to buy a meal you can buy it you know as long as you're talking about business or you're buying it for your business then you, know, you could buy it yeah i would want to write off everything dude 
if I if even if I got a dog from a shelter, I'd be like, this is a trucker's my dog right here. <laughs> I want to write off everything. I'm writing off sex. <laughs> I made my wife come 320 times last year. I want to write off every fucking time we had sex. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> yeah. She owes me money. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I think, but I think with that, I think that most if if the roles were reversed right. or if somehow if somehow everybody became um, wealthy, right. if, like a lot of the Democrats that are living in poverty or getting uh, food stamps or whatever, they became that rich. Tune like a motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. There'd be a lot of people like, why are they taking all of our money? <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> <laughs> do that voice again. <laughs> I don't even know if I can. That was, was a liberal voice. Why are they taking over money? It's kind of like a like a whining voice. <laughs> Why do you want all of my taxes? <laughs> uh, oh, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that voice came from. <laughs> oh man. What's the, what's the conservative voice? I can't believe this. Why would you do this? <laughs> It's a little bit deeper. Yeah, a little that's bit funny. deeper. Yeah. That's funny. Probably like an old angry white dude. Like, Why are you taking all of my money and my taxes? This isn't, this isn't right. And the liberal voice is like, <laughs> because your rents, you're taking your money because your rents, it's not right. It's not fair. Oh, man. Oh, man. You know, you know what's funny, too, is is I've I've seen like, it's almost like you can see things and you automatically know the person's liberal or conservative. I was literally thinking that when you, yeah. when you talk, I was like, man, I was going to say that. I was like, man, there's a certain, if you had like a lineup, you oh, know, yeah. like a lineup of through the, the one way mirror or whatever. Yes. And you could, you could pr- probably guess oh, who yeah. was liberal and who was conservative. One million percent. <laughs> if you see a lifted truck with a flag on it, 100% conservative. <laughs> if you see a Prius with a gay pride flag on top of it, definitely fucking liberal. 100% liberal. If they're driving a Tesla, probably rich liberal. <laughs> if they're driving, rich liberal? Yeah, because you know people people rich with Tesla. Liberal. Those Teslas are pretty pricey. What are, yeah. they, what are they, like 60000 or something? Depending on which one you get. Which one you get? Yeah, they got some in that like 80 range. 80 some, range? I think it might be some in like the 50 range. Yeah, they'd be one of those rich people like, I'm voting for Biden. I can't stand this. And they'd be yeah. rich and they'd be like, they get to the ballot. They're like, snobby. Trump. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they got all kind of uh, liberal stuff in their in bio. Yeah. And then they go and just write to vote for Trump. There has yeah. to be a lot. Like, that's what Charlemagne was saying last. They're not getting my taxes. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> But that's what Charlemagne was saying last uh, election. He was like, "Man, it has to be a lot of closeted Trump supporters oh, out here because yeah. um, is I didn't hear nobody saying they was gonna vote for Trump, and then all of a sudden he wins." Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, man, I'm telling you, mm-hmm. it's it's. I mean, it's a lot of these. I'm telling you, I bet I guarantee you, it's a lot of liberals are being like the Rock. The Rock uh, endorsed Biden and Harris, which is not a bad thing. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't know how how necessary it was though. Yeah. I, I don't know if you if you're trying Trumpies. to huh. I was like, celebrities got to chill, man. Yeah. I'm tired of y'all telling me what to do. Yeah. yeah. Give me information. Like, don't tell me what to right, do. Right, yeah. right, right. I don't know how many, like, has there been country singers? I don't know. I think, has there been any country singers that endorse Trump? They'd, uh, there's there's a few people, um, actors and stuff that have came out and said that they were voting for Trump, but think, it, it's not as much because they already know the deal. Yeah. I think Pratt, what's his name? Something Pratt. They talked about Chris him. Chris Pratt. Yeah, Chris Pratt. Supposedly, yeah. um, <clears throat> 
Um, supposedly he was a Trump supporter. I don't know These if he guys was are or not. Rich, man. I don't know if he was or wasn't. I don't really give a fuck. Yeah, they make a lot of money and they're just voting for their interests. Yeah. The same as you're doing. The same as you're doing, 100%. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of black people want to vote in their interests. You know, that's why Ice Cube had the black, like this black agenda, mm-hmm. you know, and and he had, he put it on the table. Whoever was willing to listen, listened. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, man. It just, I don't know. It's just, it's just weird. Um, I think that for one, we need to get away from the um, Democrats and Republicans. I think that like those two parties have like they're so the gap between them are so spread out. I think Andrew Schultz is talking about this. He was very right. He said that that the liberals or used to be Democrats and Republicans, they were split, but like in the early 90s, 80s, but it wasn't so far. It wasn't such a big gap. He said that gap is so ridiculously far now, like it's two different worlds. Yeah. It's crazy. I think, and not to be disrespectful, but I think with the introduction of like the new letters to the LGBT community. Mm. I think that's just pushing it further and further left. Uh, as far as like conservatism, there's there's not much new information. There's no letters. They're, they're still talking about freaking abortions in there's, there's 2020. Not, there's no there's no letters at all with conservatives. They don't have any letters. No, I'm, I didn't. I, I know. Didn't say I'm, I'm, just, I'm just cracking a joke. Oh, oh, the, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they got negative letters. <laughs> they got yeah, it, alpha, beta, yeah, gamma, delta. <laughs> yeah, LGBT got more letters, but the, the conservatives are like, we need to take one away from them. <laughs> they don't need Z. They don't need Z. <laughs> no, like my opinion on like uh, abortion and whatnot. Like it's it's crazy. Like I think that the liberal i like the liberal idea in regards to uh, abortion makes more sense to me. I will say that. Like, I don't really. I look at it from both ways. I look though. at it from both ways because yeah. there's validity in both. Mm-hmm. However, I just think that, like, as a man, there's no laws or rules on how I use my penis. Yeah. So it's like if yeah. I if I don't have any type of laws or anything that involve how I use my penis, you have to look at it from a woman's perspective, which I can never quantify that. And I think that every situation is individually different that women go through. And it's something that they're ha- putting in their bodies. Yeah. Right now. Now, if you're talking about like women being irresponsible and just abort, 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 abort. And it's like and it's this stuff is intentional. That's different. They have to yeah. find a way to gauge that. But. Dog, I just I believe in a woman's right to do what she wants with her body. Yeah, that's that's just my belief personally. Yeah, I I think about it both ways because there's a lot of people um, or there's evidence to believe that um, the whole uh, Planned Parenthood was uh, Mm -hmm. was a ploy to prevent black people, prevent black people from growing in numbers yeah that's true um so yeah i look at it from that perspective like you know it's like a a psychological or not psychological but like a systematic way of like kind of a genocide yeah 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 so from that point i'm like yo if if that's the case it's kind of like touchy but at the same time you're right um you know I, i believe that you know if a woman is going through something traumatic or who knows you know how she got impreg- impregnated or if she's too young or you know 16 years old 17 years old and she's still in high school or not necessarily ready to take care of a kid i can understand why you would want to just necess- like just wait yeah so it's just it's it's too much it's too nuanced of a conversation to honestly be like so I believe far this. right or yeah, yeah I believe this. Yeah. Yeah. I think that it's a conversation. I mean I've seen like conservatives of the Trump flags like, 
you know, we need to get rid of baby killers. And it's just like, stop it. Mm-hmm. Just fucking stop it. Yeah. And they, a lot of them, they'll stand on the corner and they'll have those images of like, you know, fetuses yeah, and stuff laid like, out. I'm it. like, yo, why are stop you doing it. that? That's stop it. Disgusting. Yeah. That's just stupid. Uh-huh. It's too much. And it, mm-hmm. and it's, and, um, and with the liberals, like they've went so far left. It's like, we need to be, um, you know, like not only that, but there'll be, you know, the whole letters conversation. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, man, with me, what the hell is that? Uh, that car needs somebody uh, car up. And somebody's car about to break down. Yeah. That motherfucker was like, if that car spoke English, it'd be like, help. (laughs) 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 Nah, man. I don't know, dude. I just just feel as a person who can see both sides of an argument or perspective, you you tend to really start not frowning on conservatives or liberals. You just kind of are in a place where it's like, yo, you don't have to be that extreme. Yeah, there's a world that exists in the middle, man. It's a better place. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I I just don't like. I I wish that the world would just look at things from. I think I, I think being objective is like being able to see both sides. Yes, I, I don't think objective is being able is standing in the middle. I think objective is seeing things from both perspectives. Hundred percent. So I think in that case. Um, like the world would be, we would have so much less conflict mm-hmm. because a lot of times what happens is people start to adopt certain ideals strictly based off of their political affiliation. Right, 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 yeah. right. Yes, yo, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. <clears throat> no, I was just saying, like, and you know, that's when you start to get these. Like, I think that if people, if we didn't have a two party system, the conversation about abortions would be totally different. Facts. Because there are some people that are conservative that are only adopting this like pro life thing because they're conservative. Yeah, man. There's women that that women go through things that we can never quantify. So yeah. it's like, as a man, I can I can have an opinion, but I make sure that opinion is not. I don't, I just think that that issue is just bigger than what I have to say, just because I don't know what that feels like, man. Yeah, that's a totally different motherfucking conversation, man. I think the the only the only um, <laughs> coronavirus. Go ahead. <laughs> the only opinion I have about it also is that it takes two people to to make a baby. One hundred percent. So if there wasn't a case where there was a man that wanted to keep the baby and then the girl didn't, then I t- think. Obviously, it's the girl going through nine months of carrying the, the baby. But if a man, you know, wanted to keep the baby, I feel like he should have a little bit of input in, you know, how that goes. Bro, that is the smallest print that I've ever seen on the shirt, bro. What the yeah. hell does that say? It says Ethica. Man, that's a small print. Jesus. Yeah. I thought it's pretty cool. It's like a super minimalism shirt. Wow. Keith is one of those guys that go to a restaurant and they just give him two grapes with some sauce on it. (laughs) (laughs) Or freaking toothpicks. Artistic people are, I won't say they're annoying, but the way their brain works is so different. (laughs) They'll see like a little sliver of steak with a little bit of like gravy and like two grapes and they'll be like, oh, this is dinner. (laughs) Like, no, that's starvation, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm dead. Starvation. Yeah. Uh, would you like? And I, I'm the type of motherfucker when I when I really start making a lot of money and I become very wealthy yeah. and I go to this upscale restaurant and they drizzle some fucking vinaigrette over one slice of steak. I'm like, can you have your uh, cook come out here, please? I'll be like, I want this same thing except give me 
a real fucking plate full of meat. <laughs> I need some real food. I need some real food. I'm the type of dude that's gonna be rich and still eating burgers, bro. Yeah. We yeah. uh no, I got this shirt from um from Zylo. Oh, Ethica dope. gave him like a a big care package. Wow. And he gave me that's a uh, nice shirt though. Like the, the fabric. The quality of it is crazy. What kind of fabric is that? Is that a I have no dry idea. fit or no? No, it's like, it's some type of blend. I can't see. It's it. a really nice blend. Back there. Really nice. That's some percentages, but it has like three different materials, I believe. But wow. um, so I just very, heard my eyes trying to look at my own name tag. It's so a very silky, very silky T-shirt. Yeah, it 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 it, it uh, goes perfectly with your scruffy beard. <laughs> 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 that was funny. But no, we be doing like we be doing certain things, and we be getting blessed with like different stuff. So. Yeah, shout out to Zylo, man. Yeah, shout out to shout Zylo. out to Zylo, man. Um, mm-hmm. obviously a recent guest on there. I forgot the fucking number of the episode. Ah, uh, yeah, it was like. Maybe a month One, ago, yeah, but somewhere, whatever, somewhere one, one thirty-one or something, one thirty, yeah, somewhere in there. Check that episode out. That was a really good episode. Zylo <laughs> had a lot to talk about on there. Is there, yeah, a real hustler out here in these streets? Yeah, man. So it uh, looks like we're coming to the end of this one. Um, yeah, we appreciate you guys for listening, man. I'm gonna go ahead and wrap it up. Thank you for listening to the Truckers Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy K. Fing. Out of here. Peace.